Jock Jams getting you ready for tonight's Lightning Rangers game. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have Danielle and a very special guest standing by in the plaza. What's up, Danielle? Hi, guys. Okay, so I'm walking around 4th Thunder Alley, and I'm looking for, like, what's going on. I found our good friend Orlando. Can you hear me okay? Like, is are the levels okay for you? We didn't do, like, a pre-tester here. The levels are good. Is there, a, like, an acid jazz fusion band playing nearby? Yeah, a lot of jazz and a lot of acid, yes. Okay, I love it. It sounds great. So, wait a minute. Do you say you saw, who'd you say you saw? The Orlando. Like Orlando, Orla Orlando Davis Orlando? Yes, like our best friend Orlando is here. I saw him. He was shooting for, they've got a music video for We Want the Pups. Yeah. And so, yeah, they were doing some shots out here, and I happened to locate him, and he, he would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to him. Please put my man on the phone. All right, here he is. Thank you. Yo. Yo, what's going on? What's good, Big Pimpin'? Hey, man, I'm just down here trying to act like white folks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you throwing out the first puck tonight or what, Orlando? I mean, you know, let, let, let's just be clear. Hockey ain't really for the brothers. So the <laughs> fact that I'm down here, I'm journeying into some like some some National Geographic type stuff right now. I'm just soaking it in. This is incredible. Well, let me tell you, there are a few too many. Drunk people, rich people, old people, young people, everybody's down here. This is nuts. Yeah, well, there are Canadians that get way too excited about the fact that they're slapping around a black object on ice. So be careful. Hey. Hey, <laughs> have you been, man? I haven't seen you in forever. I know, man. It's like you know, I've been like having a real job and everything. So you know, I've been like running around trying to get work done and everything, and watch you guys continue to kick ass. Well, thank you. you. Very so nice to be your thing. You know, I'm always watching you, man. You know, y'all are my man. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Orlando. That's hood. That's hood speak. Oh, you my man. I got you. Seth, Seth might have to, you know, translate that for you. Oh, I got my hood passes. Uh, it's active for this year only, <laughs> Orlando. I need you to stamp it again for me. <laughs> me anytime. Anytime. Are, you got you're a black card member. Orlando, are you going to the game tonight or are you just down there shooting a music video? I'm oh yeah, I'm going to the game. I mean, you know, I I'm I'm I don't have it. I'm going to the, the party suite. Uh, oh, uh, the North Party. The, Dude, that's good. Right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah we they said they had week. liquor. I was like, I'm in. They so, do. They do. Free liquor yeah. and uh, free food out the you-know-what. They got sliders. They got all kinds of stuff in there. You'll have a bowl. I wore a stretchy shirt, so I can, <laughs> I can take them sliders, too. So, I, But I'm looking for a Bolts win, man. I mean, we got to get this done. Yeah, we do. It was a good game the last time out. We hope to continue that momentum, man. And I'm really glad we got to talk to you today. It is always an honor and a pleasure to check in with our good friend Orlando. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys, man. You know this lady rocks right here out here with me, by the way. I just wanted to say it out loud. She is something special, and we're all going to be able to say that we were lucky to know her one day when she's nationally famous, you know? I know. I'm going to lie. I'm going to make up stories. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Hey, you guys have fun. Go right. Bolts. Be good. Go Bolts, man. See ya. Are we going to check back in with Danielle or not? She might have to be on hey, stage. I'm here. Oh. I'm here. Oh, hey, do you I have to go? go? Okay. Yeah, I got to okay. kick things off out here. Fortune, really, are you ready? Here we go. Talk to you boys later. Okay, bye. <laughs> she's got a bolt. She's got a bolt. Here we go. She threw it in. Here we go. Orlando's great. What's his uh, Twitter? I, 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 I am Orlando. Oh, uh, yeah. I went to throw him a shout, and I was like, oh. All right. I, I DM with him sometimes. D you're on a DM level with Orlando. DM or text. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Interesting. What? I don't have to. I've known the guy for probably 10 or 11 years now. Who are your, uh, I mean, can we put all our cards on the table? Who are your last three DMs from? Like, check your DMs right now. It's a new segment I want to do called Check Your DMs. It's, it's uh, all from, they're all from listeners. Me too. Yeah. Uh, one's from Micah Rotunda. I was setting up her coming in the studio before we exchanged phone numbers. She is one, two, three, four, five down on mine. Uh, one is from somebody that works at Chichio's that wants to set up a brunch for us, Joey. Joey. And uh, I don't want to say the other one. The other one's personal. Uh, one, uh, the next one is from a guy in a band who wanted to hang out with me so he could uh, play me some new music. And I guess I never got back to him. 
<laughs> Cody from Set It Off. I've known the guy for a really long time, so I think he's in Berlin right now. But, Cody, you're the man. I'll sit down with you sometime. Are you going to say Aswan? No, I, Aswan, I text with me. I have uh, three. The, my, my last three are all uh, listeners. Ladies? Yeah. I mean, coincidentally enough, yes. Yeah. Oh, you're a per- Oh, come on, dude. No, that's just, she's showing what kind of picture you can take with a selfie stick. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. And that that's the only dirty one. The other one is uh, a friend. And then uh, one is, uh, you know, uh, Marissa, who did the waxing in here? Yeah. She just started watching The Wire. So she's been DMing me, like, what's been happening? And it's so funny because the, the same things resonate with people always on watching that show. So she said, just starting The Wire, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Jimmy McNulty will be one of your favorite TV characters of all time. And then uh, she, she uh, DM'd me, I just met Omar. So I said, one of the best characters in television history. She said, he blew this kid's knee up. This show is amazing. Thank God I have the day off. Yeah, great. Back to the selfie stick nudes. And then she said, wait, he's gay? Oh, man. And then she said, we're, uh, you know, where Wallace. No. Oh. said that made her cry. Where Wallace at? But what, you want to see the, the selfie nude again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she sent me a collection of them, actually. Uh, Jessica, what's up? Welcome to, how do you like this one right here? Oh, that's not her. Can you believe that? That's not her. I, 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 why would it not be her? No, that's, a, that's a standard shot you can find online. That's a standard shot you can find online right there. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, hey, Jessica. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are y'all? I have to make this kind of quick. I'm kind of literally walking into work. That's what she said. Um, I don't want I don't want to get too close to the door. Okay. Um, but I just I just wanted to add my little comment that I understand Gio's situation of being in a long car ride. Thank you. Um, I had a... I had an ex about three years ago um, that I used to pick him up for the airport a lot after he was gone for a while. And we had a long drive home. So there was a couple times where I'd be driving and he would use a um, hmm? mechanical way. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for, thank, yeah. Th- yeah, thank you for cleaning trying. it up. I'm no, really thank nervous. you. No, really don't be nervous. You're doing great. Believe me, I appreciate the discretion very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I, don't, I mean, it's not the, the typical creepy way to do stuff. I don't like that crap, but um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. You know, it's not. It's not a negative thing. Keep okay. driving. You can't always help it. Sure, yeah. but like if a stranger, if you're driving a car and a stranger rolls up and he's, you know, taking care of biz, you wouldn't be creeped out. No, because you can just drive away. I mean, I would probably laugh a little bit. I like um, her. I like her too. Your attitude is refreshing. <laughs> well, uh, what do you What do you do for work that you're going in at six o'clock? Um. Well, it's actually um, it's in the animal business. It's in the animal okay. business? Are you, yeah. Like a 24-hour you know. vet clinic? Yeah, something like that. Oh, my God. I don't really want really to get into too much detail just because of what we're talking about. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> but, but, like, your name, were you at a, a did I meet you uh, a couple weeks ago when I went to take in my cat somewhere? No. Okay, because no. there was a girl yeah. with your name that was working the, uh, the desk there, and I, I remember that. Okay, good. She saw me at my worst. I thought my cat was going to die. Uh, <laughs> our, our program director, John Brennan, had a great idea, guys. I just want to tell you because that never happens. No, uh, it, it happens frequently. He said that you, Geo, and you, Seth, should reenact the Game of Thrones scene. Not the entire scene, of course. Oh. But you guys should reenact why that scene was so well, if we polarizing. Re- reenact it, it'll be filled with spoilers. You don't have to say who it is. One of you could be the one guy, and then the other one could be the gal. I, this, I hate this idea. Well... I, nor- said it. I, I normally like when Brennan sends me the ideas that I'm not involved in. I'm not the gal. You be, who the, Seth, are you the gal? 
Yeah, she doesn't have she doesn't have to really say that many lines. So I guess I'd rather be the the girl. Okay, because I'm trying to just figure out like what. I just want to know why people are so upset and quitting the show over this. We won't do spoilers, but there was a a, a sexual assault scene in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And people are saying that they're quitting the show now after five seasons because of that. By the way, Mimi just uh, emailed me and said all northbound lanes of the veterans are blocked at Hillsborough Avenue. That should be great for your drive home. Yeah, to Odessa. I'm going bowling. <laughs> um, so kind of take me through the sexual assault. Well, you want us to reenact it? Yeah, please. I, I'm going to have to go over there. I don't okay. Oh, wait. We're really going to do this? Oh, give me a second to pull my pants down. It's, this is not a, uh, it's not a sensual thing. It's... Okay. It's all right. Well, man, manhandle me, you chump. <laughs> this is Seth and Geo reenacting a controversial sexual assault scene from Game of Thrones. Hello, I'm a, I'm a virgin. I've never, I've never done this before. Are you sure? Yes. The dwarf was very kind to me. How do I know? Because he was a nice man. I'm telling you, I'm a virgin. Well, now we are husband and wife. Unfortunately, that is true. I must now deflower you. Oh. Oh, no. Well, I think... No, no. No talking. I sh- think sh- that... Da, 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 no talking. Take your clothes off. Yeah. And get on the bed. Yeah. This is weird. I, <laughs> no, come on. Keep going. Keep Kayla's periscoping. Go ahead. Periscoping? I, I'm, I'm trying to get break character here. here, no? We're not periscoping this. This Jeez. is not periscope no. worthy. Right. <laughs> if you guys keep going, I'll finish. All right. <laughs> All right, now go to the bed and take your clothes off. I, I don't feel comfortable doing this right now. A, a Theon is in the room. No, 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 Reek, you stay. Oh, these are spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Reek, you stay. You have to watch. Kayla, you be Reek. <laughs> Kayla, you're Reek. You're, I, don't, I don't know the scene. Yeah, Sorry. you're Reek. You don't really do yeah, anything. Just, you just kind of stay there. <laughs> so yeah. I just breathe heavily. Hello, I don't. Kayla, <laughs> I, Kayla, I want you to watch. Don't make noise. Just look. Just watch. I don't feel like taking my clothes off right now. I just, the wedding was just too much for me to handle. Remove thine gown, me lady. <laughs> no, not really, dude. Jeez. Well, you're supposed to, you got to rip my clothes off now. I don't yeah, want to rip, rip your shirt off. Just, just, you know, act rip, like you're yeah. doing it, and then I'll, rip I'll, be, I'll start crying. Now, now I throw you down in the yeah. bed. Yeah, do oh. it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Now I rip. rip. <laughs> God. Yeah, take her. I don't think this yeah. is funny anymore. Yeah, <laughs> take her. Kayla, watch this. Huh? <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that's how it ended with her crying. Oh. By the way. It's the hidden Drew Garabo live track of the day. The first rule about the hidden track of the day is you don't talk about the hidden track of the day. You just tweet me about it at Seth Kush and tell me how much you love it. Here we go. Joining us right now is a gentleman who I considered an esteemed privilege and honor to chat with when I saw that he has uh, funded a half million dollar mission by Animal Defenders International to help enforce the Peruvian government's wild animal circus band and relocate these animals in the largest rescue of its kind ever undertaken. I said, Gio, let's see what we can do to get the legendary game show host, philanthropist, and animal rights activist, Bob Barker. Come on down. You're the next contestant on In Your Face with Drew Garabo. How are you, Mr. Barker? 
I am fine, Drew, and make it Bob, please. All right, Bob, indeed. Thank you very much for joining me. As someone who watched you uh, throughout my entire life growing up, I have to say I never thought in my career I would be fortunate enough to speak to a gentleman of your magnitude. It is a pleasure, sir. Well, how very, very nice. And if you've been watching me all your life, you are a gentleman of good taste. <laughs> well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. And I, I love your work with animals, and I love something so seemingly small at the end of every Price is Right when you would say, always spay and neuter your pets, kind of caught on as a catchphrase. It shows your passion for animals. Bob, where does that passion come from? Where, why do you love the animal world so much? Well, uh, not I, unlike millions of people, I was born with a great love for animals, great. all animals. And uh, I think that we're blessed, those of us who have this love for animals. And I think that uh, the people who do not love and appreciate animals are really unfortunate in that they're missing one of the nicest parts of life. I would agree with that 100%. I, uh, I currently have two cats. I've had as many as five cats. It's a struggle for me not to take in every cat that I see in one of the, you know, you're shopping on the weekend. You go into the Pet Smart or the Pet Food Place or whatever. They got the rescue cats there. My wife has to right. drag me out of there because I feel like I should save all these cats. But I don't want to be that guy who's shown on the news who's got like 90 cats and a smell of feces in his ding apartment. You know what I mean? But you, <laughs> you do so much great work through phil- Philanthrop- philanthropy, I'm sure you consider it a blessing to have made so much money to be able to use your power and influence to have such an impact on the animal community. Well, I am I'm really delighted that I am able to help animals financially and every other way. And uh, I've done it all my life. And I, as a kid, I used to pick up uh, strays and bring them home. And I used to uh, try to nurse animals back to health uh, in my childlike way. And I, uh, I have taken great pleasure in it, and I intend to continue doing it until the day I die. I just, uh, I, it's one of, my, one of the great pleasures of my life. Well, that is supreme. Everyone should find a pleasure, especially if it's helping other creatures or human beings. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that the movie Lion Ark uh, finally signed into global distribution, which will show you gave $2 million uh, to fund ADI's rescue of two groups of circus lions and other animals in Bolivia. I would love to see this film. And uh, $2 million, that's a pretty good chunk of change, Bob. Are you sure you, you don't need any help from me? You got enough money in your pockets? Am I sure what? You, you know, you're doing okay financially. I mean, if you, uh, you know, you come off of two million bucks to help out some lions, I'm worried about your financial stability. Are you doing okay? Well, I tell you what, if, uh, if I run out of money, I'm going to call you and maybe you could do a campaign there on your show to get me uh, food money at least. <laughs> I would I would be more than happy to start one of those GoFundMe's to help get Bob Barker fed. Help get Bob Barker back on his feet. <laughs> we could have you move into my house. We could have a separate wing for you. We could have a, a combination animal rescue slash watch Bob Barker eat pizza all day. We put it on the internet, and before you know it, we're billionaires again, Bob. Well, careful what you suggest, because uh, – 
I'll find you, <laughs> and uh, you'll find me on your steps, and there's a 91-year-old man out of money, out of food, out of, his, out, of, out of his house, and here I am for you to take care of Drew. Well, I think my wife would be much better with that than taking in 10 more cats. I'd say, look, honey, it's Bob Barker. He followed me home. Can I keep him? I would watch that reality show all day long. Wouldn't you, Drew and Bob? Heck yeah. And we help Bob get back on. Oh, this is magnificent. Speaking of that, Mr. Bob Barker, uh, I'm, I'm sure you're spinning, speaking into a very thin microphone right now. And, uh, and how have you been keeping your time busy other than helping the animal world since stepping down from America's greatest game show, The Price is Right? Well, I, uh, I work out regularly. I work out every morning, and I, uh, I read a lot, and I have friends with whom I have lunch or visit uh, occasionally. Great. And I uh, chase the girls. <laughs> 91. It's a lot harder to catch them at 91 than it was at 50 or so, right, Bob? No, I wait, and they come by. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you this, too, because uh, you you are a, a man who is beloved by many, but even the, the squeaky clean Bob Barker had to face some allegations earlier in his life. Should Bill Cosby address the issues right now, or should he continue to have no comment, in your opinion, Mr. Barker? Well, that's a decision that he will have to make based on the fact that it the allegations are true, or that they are not true. Mm. And uh, the allegation that was made against me was absolutely untrue. Right. And uh, uh, Jonathan Goodson, uh, 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 his father had died, and Jonathan became the president of the company. And he said, now, Bob, he said, I can pay this gal off. And he said, I think we can get this settled very quickly. Or he said, if you want to, we can fight it. I said, I want to fight it. I said, it's absolutely untrue. And he said, well, you may get some unfavorable publicity. And I said, well, if it's true, it won't be unfavorable. And uh, so we went for it. And uh, I'm glad we did because uh, it uh, it worked out splendidly. And uh, we proved that she was a liar. And... uh, uh, I was the honest person in the in the suit. Yeah, you really were, and it was barely a blip. And and I guess that's a message for everybody out there. If you have nothing to hide, the truth will always set you free. And uh, if you speak honestly, everything, even with some negative bumps in the road, everything will certainly wash out. And then Bob went right back to being the uh, host of America's Greatest Game Show, The Price is Right, featuring Plinko, the Matterhorn, and, of course, that one with the red zone where you couldn't reset the machine for another 30 se- Now, Bob, that was a crock of crap, right? You could really reset the <laughs> machine if you wanted to, right? <laughs> we never had a crock of crap on the prices right. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Uh, do you do you watch a show still with Drew Carey or do you uh, or do you not uh, you not even have time for that? Do I what? Do you watch the show uh, being hosted by Drew Carey? You know it's being hosted I, by I Drew Carey. I turn it on occasionally to see what they're up to. All right. And I might add that uh, Drew himself is interested in animals. I see him at uh, an animal affair occasionally, and I've been on the show a few times. Yep. And I, uh, I, 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 I like Drew, and I love the fact that he's kept that show on the air because I, I still get a royalty, and I will as well. <laughs> I think it's another four or five years, so I'm pulling for Drew every minute. <laughs>
<laughs> Your honesty is refreshing, certainly. All right, what can people do if they want to help out this uh, Animal Defenders International group? Bob, how can uh, the average person who wants to help what you do, which is uh, stop the suffering of circus animals and other animals throughout the globe, uh, what would be your best recommendation on how they can get involved? Well, I, uh, I think the first thing that uh, they should do is try to find out uh, what animal activ- act- activist-type groups there are there in their area and uh, find out as much as they can about each one. And the ones that deserve their help and their money, I think that uh, they could uh, very well help them out because uh, all of these organizations have to have money. And then, uh, and, and then they can, there are undoubtedly demonstrations at circuses mm-hmm. in the area. Go and participate in those demonstrations. Or if there are uh, uh, any other, it doesn't have to be for circuses. It can be for any kind of animal. But uh, just begin to participate. Go to your local uh, animal shelter, and you can help there in many different ways probably. One, uh, I know shelters out here, they like to have people come and walk the dogs. And... uh, that should give you great pleasure to get a dog out of a cage and let him walk around for a few, an hour or two, you know. Yep. Uh, there are a lot of things you can do, but do it carefully. Don't, uh, some of these organizations are, uh, they're in it for the money. Right. And right. be sure that your money is, is used properly before you make your contribution. No doubt about it. You are a wonderful human being. You are. Uh, you have used your sphere of influence to have a tremendous impact on both the animal world and on people and how we treat animals. I believe I, I look. I'm a cat lover. I'm a bash it. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a rugged heterosexual male who is not afraid to say that I love my cats. I genuinely feel a love for them. They have taught me so much in the world of patience and understanding and tolerance. I respect all animals, and uh, I think the time has come and gone for us to enslave them and for us to treat animals the way that uh, that circus organizations traditionally mistreat the elephants and the lions and the tigers that should be out roaming in Africa instead of in Asia instead of in cages. So I salute you for your work there. Bob, you sound amazing. Uh, at 90, almost 91 years old, to sound as lucid as you do, as full of pep as you do. <laughs> the most important thing is lucid. <laughs> If I'm if I'm still lucid, why uh, I'm ahead of the game, aren't I? Oh, Bob, I talk to people on a daily basis who are in their 30s and 40s who can't express themselves with the same kind of vim and vigor that you do. So, uh, I wish you continued health. Are these people sober? Uh, I know. Under no no way, shape, or form can I speak to their sobriety. There is no way in hell. <laughs> you should require your guests to be sober when they come on. All right, but then I won't be able to talk to very many people, and that'd be pretty dull, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I've enjoyed this time tremendously. I, I hope you continue to have great health. And uh, if ju- if something does go wrong, like, it, you know, you're, you're 91 years old, for crying out loud, would you be offended if we were to replay this interview and say, my gosh, he sounded so healthy when we spoke to Bob Barker? That wouldn't bother you at all if we gave you a little tribute and then played this back, would it? Well, it's, uh, you're doing it in a complimentary way. And there's nothing I enjoy more than compliments, so go right at it. Perfect. And is there anything that you'd like to say to people from beyond the grave if we should happen to play this now? Are there any any words that you would like to share with people other than spay and neuter your pets? Well, now, it's been suggested that on my tombstone, I have 
uh, that very thing, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. But my brother, who has a sick sense of humor, says on my tombstone, it should say, come on down. (laughs) And I do not like that implication. (laughs) No, you are definitely on the way up and not coming down, my man. Certainly hope. (laughs) You can. Uh, I hope we get the pleasure to speak with you again. Uh, You're an unbelievable human being. I hope you have a great afternoon, Bob. Continued good health to you, sir. And again, thank you for the influence that you've had, not just on me, but on millions of Americans everywhere. Stay in good health, okay, my friend? Thank you, thank you, thank you for your many very, very nice compliments. I appreciate them, and uh, I've enjoyed the interview myself, and I'll talk with you anytime you wish. Well, thank you, Bob. I'm going to hold you to that, and have yourself a wonderful, wonderful time. Thank you, Bob. Best to you. All right. Wow, what a dude. 91, man. 90 effing one years old. People love Barker. (laughs) How do they not? How come you didn't say the price is wrong, bitch? (laughs) Wow. What a... I mean, right? 91 to be able to speak like that? I did have one issue with the interview. What? You said you were rugged when you were talking about yourself. Okay. Well, I I didn't want to tell him that I'm barely a heterosexual male. I didn't think that would go over too well.